Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, so it's a big day, guys. A lot of people have been looking forward to this for like over a year. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And it's a big day because finally, finally, you can watch the Friends reunion pew, pew. on HBO Max. It's live on the streamer. Well, let me tell you something, you guys. I've already watched it. Oh, wow. Did you get up super early? No, I actually forgot. Okay. Well, first of all, I thought, oh, it's going to air on HBO. And then I was like, no, it's on HBO Max. It means it's there. Yeah, I can, it's just on the streaming service. I can watch it. And so I started it around, I mean, I think I started at like 8.30 this morning. How long is it again? It's only like an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. It's very short. And I believe well, that's not short, well, right? That's yeah, no, you're right. Episode. It's not that it's not a feature length major motion picture. I mean, to be fair, I've been watching two and a half hour episodes of Turkish romantic oh, comedy, so that started. felt short. No, but it I mean, it felt short too in the sense that uh all the anticipation of it, all of the oh, you're like, all that for this? Yeah, the it, hype. Yeah, it just felt it felt short for that. Well, did it live up to the hype? It was good. It was good. And here's, so I'm going to take you kind of on a journey. We'll start with layer one, which is the fact that like, if you watch Friends, you are going to have the nostalgia the same way that they are having the nostalgia at returning to the set. So the whole thing kicks off with them arriving to the recreation of the exact set that they worked on. And, And when you're watching it, you know, when we watched the show, we looked at that as not a set. It was the world that they lived in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're kind of getting a peek behind the curtain as they walk onto the set of the place that was like the world to us. Yeah, so they're sort of speaking directly to the camera in a way that they didn't on the show. Yeah, and you're seeing the fourth wall kind of broken in the sense that, you know, you can see how the set was laid out, which I never had seen before mm-hmm. um so you know you might have in your mind an imagination of of how they would get to the coffee shop and where that was on the oh, set sure. but, but they actually you, you see it yeah oh, so okay. you see them kind of all lined all the rooms sort of lined up one by one and how they did the hallway sequence and all that kind of stuff and they and they arrive one at a time into this space right so like they each get kind of their own moment, mm-hmm. but then, you know, they add. So, like, it starts with, I believe, Jennifer Aniston was there first. It actually doesn't matter who shows up first. What does matter is that Matthew Perry shows up last. <laughs> and we will talk more about him and his sort yeah, of he's demeanor some, uh, throughout. Uh, uh, Attention, takes. and not in a great way. But what is what is sweet about it is that 
that you are experiencing your own nostalgia while watching them experience oh, their sure. own nostalgia. Yeah. And um, it is tearful. It is. Um, it, it was just sort of a nice way to kind of kick it off. So they're just so it's like outside the show and then they do the show. And then so there's are they a lot outside going, the show again? So there's a lot going on all at the same time. And it sort of is woven together. So there's different sort of scenes woven together. So they start kind of approaching the set. There is, they do some live table reads, or not live. They do some table reads throughout. And those are scenes from that are sprinkled throughout. There's um, segments of them sitting on the couch on the set watching the television where they're watching and experiencing old um, outtakes or scenes um, and they're sort of sitting and reminiscing while they watch and then there's a whole separate scene um, of them being interviewed in front of that infamous fountain in front of an audience and that's the and, and then they just sort of weave all of those things together okay. so you it, it tells it tells a nice there's a nice arc to the to the reunion yeah. in that way it doesn't you're not bored because you're not just sitting and watching them be interviewed the whole time um, but, and you're not also not watching them just do a table read and you're yeah. also not, so it's all sprinkled throughout yeah. so and then you get these like glimpses so you're keeping of your interest. Yeah. It, 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 so in that way it flies by pretty fast. There are some, uh, moments that you, that, that they kept really quiet, that they kept under wraps. Sure. And you're not going to tell us what those are. Oh there? no, I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. alert. I think because this one's been in headlines all over this morning since okay. it's been released. And so I don't think it's that. Um, yeah, but spoiler alert for sure. Um, Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer talk pretty, pretty like explicitly about the fact that they had a major crush on each other oh. in real life and that they um, they it was one of those. And we everybody's had this right at some point in your life. With somebody who you're crushing on, and then you end up with a partner, and and then they're in a and then partner, they're, and they're like, oh, if only, and they've broken up, and then they are crushing on you, and yeah. it just doesn't line up. Yeah. So th- that kind of tension existed on the set, and they had never spoken of that before, and they were very. So they tell that story. It's kind of sweet, yeah. you know, because they talk about how because that was one of like the major love stories of of Friends was yeah. Ross and Rachel. When are Ross and Rachel going to get together? You know, oh, yeah. It was the thing that they were working up to the whole time, mm-hmm. and that tension that they had was very real. Mm -hmm. So that kiss that they had, that like epic kiss moment, and they do show that moment all over again. That was real. It was really real for them. That was the first time that they ever kissed. And and they decided, I don't know whether they, they didn't make this like explicitly well known, but they, it was like a choice that they were not going to like fall into. But they used to like in breaks, they would like spoon on the couch. Oh. Oh. Mm -hmm. And everybody knew it. And, it was interesting. So you're getting a flavor mm. of what went on behind the scenes, which again, if you're tuning in for the reunion, you want to know all that behind the scenes right. stuff. So they're peppering you with um, some tasty morsels. Because we always knew, we've always known, this has been the legend of Friends, right? That this was a true ensemble cast in a way that no other show really had been at that time. Yeah. And that they cared so much about each other, even though they'd only just met when they first um did their first table read, mm-hmm. they decided to negotiate as an ensemble, yeah. which was 
legendary. Was it was yeah. unheard of. Um, and so they they really truly entered into this project as a true ensemble, and they had a real friendship. And we've heard legend and lore about that, but never seen it or heard them all talk about it together. Yeah, and we certainly have never seen all of them in one place in this sort of informal way. Um, and see, you see their chemistry, you see how they relate to each other as people, as humans. Right. And so, um, so that piece of it, I think is what is the draw for the show is, uh, and is also the part that makes you feel the most nostalgic because you really see how the sausage was made and it's fun. Yeah. Um, there are things that we will talk about in greater detail later that are very uncomfortable. Oh, and uh-oh. one of them is Matthew Perry. I was going to say Ooh, that. Well, that was the yeah. drama that we talked about yesterday. Yeah. The fact that he had dental work. Yes. Allegedly. Which and led so, to some slurred speech. Yeah. In, which people were, was the slurred speech situation prominent? It was very, yes. But more than anything, it was sort of like an absent you just sort of got the feeling that he was he absent there. from there. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting then is, so then you also remember that he went through struggles with um, addiction while they were filming. Yeah. Is he talking about that? He doesn't talk about that, oh. which people have opinions about that as well. But oh, what sure. is interesting is you also get the feeling that they all sort of have dealt with him in that state. And they just kind of go on like nothing is happening. Yeah, because that'd be a little weird. It would be weird, but also it's like they've been there. Yeah. So, so that, if they're so a question yeah, yeah, yeah. about the friends reunion. So if they're not, you know, if Matthew Perry didn't want to go there, mm-hmm. he didn't want to discuss that. Are they keeping the gossip from behind the scenes fairly light and fairly edited? Oh, or yeah. do you feel like you're getting any actual real? This behind is not the like a VH1's dirt. behind no, the music. No, not at all. I mean, you don't get any dirty details. You hear stories that you've never heard before, like the time that um, Matt LeBlanc uh, dislocated his shoulder doing a scene, and and you understand like there's a longer story to how this one particular episode was taped because he had a medical emergency and then they had to write it into the show. You know, it's that kind of stuff where it's like low stakes. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious then because I know, for example, like I love the golden girls and I, as a super fan, Mm -hmm. you know, have done the homework because, you know, I was obsessed in a way that led me to that stuff. Sure. Is the stuff that you saw in the special stuff that like a super fan probably would have known or did you feel like you actually, you know, learn? I mean, obviously right. you learned a few things, but did you feel like it was maybe presented towards a broader audience or that some super fans got, you know, I some tasty bits? There too? probably are some things that the super fans didn't know, like yeah. about the relationship between David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston. Um, but a lot, a lot of it is really sanitized, right? For yeah. entertainment purposes, it is highly edited. Um more of what you get from it so yes it was i mean like i said like it it was really for a wide audience there were some revelations that a casual fan like myself wouldn't have known yeah you learn something new but what to me was the most valuable thing about it was seeing them interact and so that's the part that like stories can't show yeah so when you see them all sitting together, you can see their chemistry. You can see their chemistry, and they're not in character, 
but you also can see their character in them. Oh, sure. You learn about how they were all cast. That's a very interesting story. A couple of them um, were already attached to other projects at the time. Well, who was the one that was supposed to be in Friends who wasn't? Like, there's always... Oh, it was um, another iconic television show, um, Facts of Life, Joe. Oh, yeah. Remember, Joe was supposed to be Courtney Ma- Cox's yeah, character. Monica. Yeah, Monica. And actually, Courtney Cox, they wanted her to read for Rachel, mm. which is the play- part that Jennifer That's Aniston like, you know, with, played. With the Golden Girls, mm. where they wanted Betty White to play um, Blanche. And Dorothy B. Arthur was like, I'm not doing another show with Sue Ann Nivens, because that was the character she played sure. on Mary Tyler Moore. Thank you for sharing that, Brad. I mean, that's, you know, that's. But no, it's true. Yeah. There are lots of almost casted people in Friends. Absolutely. It was like a, a hot thing in Hollywood. Absolutely. It, you know, but again, it's the, the piece that you never can read in an interview is how you see them interact with each other, the faces that they make, the ways that they reach for each other or hold each other's hands. You do feel that chemistry. They did that show together for 10 years. Yeah. They knew each other. Um, they ate together every meal. The the women for sure did. Yeah. The guys did too in some ways. It just that's the piece that um that matters about this, so I think. Of the friends reunion then, the end, did you feel like you came to a place where you're like, okay, I'm glad I sat down and watched yes. that and now I don't need to yep. like I don't feel like wanting at the end of it. No, but I will say this, my um my kids started to watch with me before they went to school this morning. One of my kids had a little stomach bug and had to come home, and I just checked with my husband, and he is now watching Friends reruns. Oh, that's cute. So it, I mean, even so, for, it scratched the itch for the and that's next generation. That's what's great about it. And, oh, really quick before we move on, that's one of the things that they talk about is whether or not they've actually watched all the episodes and each one of them. Um, they all have different answers. Some of them, uh, Lisa Kudrow, like has missed full seasons, but her kids are starting to watch it. Oh, that's and all fun. of them who have kids are talking about their kids starting to watch them and then they watch along with them which that's a trip but that's what's really cool is that friends has held up for another generation now in the same way that old reruns held up for us yeah and so now those kids are interested in the reunion but also very my kids at least are very confused at how these people look so old i'm so curious like what that next show is right post broadcast television right generation like, what's going to be the next thing? Yeah. That, it's like how we always wonder that about music. Like, yeah. what's the music? I guess The Office is the show that, like, the kids yeah. watch that, you know, people are like, why are you watching that? So maybe that's... So there There will be a show, whatever yeah. that show is going to be like, for each generation. What's on right now yeah. that's going to be that? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Anyway, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Elizabeth Reese will be joining us with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The one and only Elizabeth Reese has joined us, and with her, she has brought so much dirt. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. Dirty. Very dirty Mm -hmm. on this rainy day. Yuck. It's a good day to cozy up and watch the Friends reunion on HBO Max. I did this morning. Did you? What a great way to start your day. Did you like it? You know what? It is, if if you are a person who loved Friends, it will tickle all your nostalgia. Oh, that's really wonderful. Tickle your bits. Yeah. A lot of conversation about Matthew Perry after that. and it is warranted. Yeah. um, So, of course, his people saying that he had some slurred speech during the reunion because of a dental procedure. Well, he definitely had a dental procedure. Uh, When that occurred and what it had to do with the slurred speech Mm. is up for debate. Mm. Uh, He made a confession during the uh, reunion special saying that he would freak out if the friends, if the audience that was there didn't laugh. Mm -hmm. He felt like that every night. You can see that. And then they show some um, outtakes and you can see what happens when he's not the center of the laugh. Oh, boy. It's it's very you'll see. He if says, you choose to watch. To me, I felt like I was going to die if they didn't laugh, and it's not healthy for sure, but I would sometimes say a line, and they wouldn't laugh, and I would sweat and just go into convulsions. If I didn't get the laugh I was supposed to get, I would freak out. And then Lisa Kudrow, you know, they were all very close, mm-hmm. and still are, and said, you didn't tell us that, though. Yeah. I don't remember you ever saying that. And he said, oh, yeah, it felt like that. I felt like that every single night, which I think then when you, you know, put into context his issues with substance abuse and sort of... You know, self-medicating that anxiety. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense. Well, it yeah, it absolutely makes sense. It also makes you think about the pressure that uh, they talk about in the writing of the characters. Yeah. That the character of Chandler was really the only character who had jokes with punchlines, right? Like that he was the one who was... All the other characters were funny because their characters were funny. Right. They were quirky. He was the one that was delivering actual jokes. Yeah. And there is a, a responsibility then that you carry in being that character, I think. Yeah. That that you have to land the joke in order for yeah. the audience to be tickled by it. Otherwise, otherwise well, if, you can understand his self. Absolutely. You know, doubt and his worry. Yeah. And, and that's a lot to carry, right? Yeah, to that be the, that person who you know is the one that's delivering the funnies. Totally. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are thirsty. Ma- and they have matching <laughs> nail art. And they like to touch each other's business in public. That's and their lick each other's tongues. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't think but we're they supposed like to match. So... They go to the same nail salon and then they get coordinating manicures. Okay. I mean... Bradley and I did that today. Yeah. I chew mine, or I've already chewed mine off. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get gel manicures because I don't go back to get them removed. And then I end up ripping them off. And guess what it does? It ruins your nails. Yeah. but You got to let the nails breathe every once in a while too, Elizabeth. Yeah, I know. But I just can't, I can't do them. I can do gel on my toes, Mm -hmm. but I can't do it on my nails. Because then once they start to chip, then I start to be like, yeah. (laughs) Ah, The struggle is real. Oh, man. Um, your boyfriend, Zach Efron, moving out of L.A., selling his home for $5.3 million. Boy, it's a beautiful house. Oh, yeah. 
This he, was an afterthought. I feel like he left and then was like, hey, can you take care of that house? Yeah, me? somebody <laughs> needs to offload that house. He wanted to move to Australia, so that's the plan. It's a five-bedroom, five-and-a-half bath, 5,600-square-foot property, sold for $5.3 million, just below his $5.9 million asking price. Mm. This is like the second person in as many days who's lost money on real estate. Right. Yeah. Uh, Suzanne, Suzanne Summers. Summers. Oh, how much was hers? Well, she listed it originally at like thirty-five million. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, and now just sold it for eight and a half. Oh my god! That was quite the loss. But if you look at it, Elizabeth, it's very cavey. It's definitely um, it's very pell mell. Yeah. It's wow. It's a look. I, I just. It's just not something that any old person is going to walk into and be like, "I love this mansion." It definitely is a niche. No, California real estate. Say, yabba dabba do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's that's a bummer. I mean, sometimes when people's homes are built too much for them, like look at Michael Jordan's house. Did that ever sell? Remember when we were talking about that yeah, house outside of know. Chicago? That one, if I remember correctly, that felt that had like a little bit of a, mm, I don't know. 80s vibe to it well and it was very customized to him yeah. you know like a personalized basketball court with michael jordan stuff all over i mean you've got to be a michael jordan fan and like okay being like you're the guy who loves michael jordan so you bought this house it's right still listed on zillow oh wow what's the asking price right now uh well, oh it's off market okay but it was assessed at 4.7 million dollars. oh my gosh but i think it was listed for like 25 yeah yeah i mean it we were talking about this at one point yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. 4.5. I mean, that's a steal for that place. Yeah, it I is like massive it, but you acreage. you got to have that to begin with. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're in the market for, yeah. you know, expensive home, now's your chance. I guess. <laughs> but I mean, golly, you try to buy something that's 300000 in the city of Minneapolis, you're going to pay 50000 over asking. That's true. Yeah, it's I'm not, not a realtor. I'm just here. playing one on the radio. No, and you don't have to be because we all just know it. Heather Morris says Naya Rivera was the only person honest about Leah Michelle's alleged terrible behavior on the set of Glee. I read this. I read this. Um, I read this sort of report of the report. She was on a podcast, yeah. and she basically was just like, "Yeah, it was like the every. It was like the open secret on, and set, everyone was nobody, afraid to say something. Yeah. And Naya Rivera was the only one who would talk about it. Honestly, Yikes. well, they're talking Oof, now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and, and I'm listening. Thanks, guys. Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much for that dirt alert. When we come back on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show, we have some pop culture mysteries to solve. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly's going to bring for us in a little segment we call "Blinded by the Item." Pop culture mysteries. We've got some to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a little uh, thing that we call these things. Uh, it's called Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, yeah. Solving some celebrity gossip mysteries. Do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Colleen and Bradley got some hot ones for you today, like this. Okay. It is not about the children for this A-list, mostly movie actress. It's about the fact that the monster child support she would receive will vanish to almost nothing with the current ruling. Mm. Plus, she likes being the victim. Mm. Angelina Jolie. And Brad Pitt and all their kids. Mm -hmm. And And yesterday's story about custody. Thank you. Anna Partridge and a pear tree. Yes, Yes, thank you. Anna Partridge, who's that? Five golden rings. Yeah, well... It's not about the kids for Angelina Jolie. It's about the five golden rings in the Mm -hmm. form of a monster child support payment that Angelina Jolie would receive that would vanish to almost nothing with the current ruling. Plus, Angelina, according to NT Lawyer, likes being the victim. 
Yeah, this I mean, I guess the financial thing makes total sense that um, that would be her motivation. It flies in the face a little bit of the narrative that perhaps she's concerned about her kids being with Brad Pitt. Yeah, I I don't know why I just like greed at that level of wealth just frustrates me. Yeah, although I feel like that level of wealth yeah, is breeds is, that yeah. level of guilt. Yeah, or, uh, I mean that's greed, excuse me. That is guilt. the that is the dog chasing the tail. Yeah. So mm-hmm. on and so forth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, because I'm sure she would uh frame it in the context of her children's future. Mm-hmm. Right, like mm-hmm. this is for the children. For the children. For the children. Blinded by the item. Our next Famed by the blinded by the item. Body so, items. Celebrity yeah. gossip mystery. Uh, here we go. This cable news host slash contributor already proposed to the illiterate uh, reality star. She said no. Van Jones. Van Jones and Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Yes. Okay, I don't. I don't know if I buy this, but yeah. I am here for the gossip. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Would you like another? Yeah. Well, well, why don't you read it? in the blank. Oh, yeah. So Van Jones already proposed to Kim Kardashian, but Kim said no, mm. seeing as she's still married, married. to somebody yeah. else. You know, yeah, I yeah. just feel like, yeah, slow it down. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But um, I feel like this story has leg like this romance between the two of them has been talked about now for gosh i don't know at least six months so i feel like that's got to be real that relationship because i don't Mm -hmm. feel like enti would keep coming back to it if there was nothing there there Mm -hmm. there's something there um so it'll be interesting to see once they're actually you know separated that is kim and kanye what will come about as a result with these two Yeah. yeah unless there's some kind of secret like Kim Kardashian was never legally married to Kanye West. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like we've talked about that, though, haven't we? Have we? We've talked about that in the context of other celebrities, but I don't know that we've talked about that in the context of Kim and Kanye. No, we haven't. I'm just saying because they got married in France and things. Right. And no, but it's I, certainly you know. plausible, and sure. they wouldn't be the first. Absolutely. And it actually wouldn't be the dumbest thing in the world, right? Because like the easiest way to make sure your assets remain separate is yeah. to not ever legally combine although one would imagine uh because i think those records i don't know about california but those records are often public sure oh sure so and who has time to actually look up the well, records? and i think we know that there actually was a filing for divorce like i feel like that's how we learned that this was happening oh. yeah yeah. So, yeah. 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 Which yeah. would mean then there would have to have yeah. been a marriage if yeah. there was so going to be a little divorce. That probably is not a good theory. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, glad we worked that out. Great. Good job, team. Way to go, Team Cobra. Let's work out this next celebrity gossip mystery. NT Lawyer has never seen an emergency boyfriend moved into place more quickly. The people behind this A-literate, A-list actress found a guy and a paparazzo and then made it look like a relationship in an instant. Thruples are not career killers for yachting singers and cheating directors, but they are for A-list actresses. That's the the third wheel in that Taika Waititi experience, who then showed up with another man or woman. I can't remember Uh, now. I don't remember. But another person. Mm -hmm. And I forget which third person this was. So it was Taika Waititi. Yes. And I don't remember the other two. No. Ladies. Well, one lady has been connected 
with Taika before this. And then our actress joined the group chat oh. on a balcony. Okay, Rita Ora yep. was one of them. Yep, so she's already there. No so problem. So she's not the illiterate one. Tessa Thompson? There you go. Yes, that's it. Because NT Lawyer has never seen an emergency boyfriend moved into place more quickly because the people behind Tessa Thompson found a guy in a paparazzo and made it look like a relationship in an instant. Thruples. Wow. Are not career killers if you're a yachting singer and a cheating director, but they're a career killer for Tessa Thompson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's fascinating. So I'm glad that we came back to that because I remember seeing the day after we talked about it, this other story. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know these people well mm-hmm. enough to know what's going on. But I thought, OK, you seem like you've got a lot of irons in the fire right now, ma'am. Who's got the energy for that? Right. Yeah, because then exclusively over on page six, two days ago. So. The makeout session happened on Sunday. We talked about it Monday. Then Tuesday, Tessa Thompson spotted kissing a new man exclusively oh, yeah. over at Page Six. She is standing in front of the cameras and making out with this guy. Yeah, yeah. People Magazine so is also like, reporting it, and it is looks so fake. She's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not in a throuple. I'm just kissing everyone." Yeah, yeah. Which that's great. Fun. Yeah. Oh, this is so <laughs> awkward, you guys. Really, if that is like a that whole. Entire pivot is very awkward. Yeah. Thank Good you. luck to her. Yeah. Good luck to everybody. Mm-hmm, truly. Mm-hmm. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. NT Lawyer hasn't heard the dental work excuse for drug use since it landed Misha Barton in a hospital under a 5150 hold. NT mm-hmm. Lawyer thought the former A-list mostly television actor would have a better excuse. Matthew. Yeah, I mean, it's so obvious. Like, thank you for showing up late to the party there, Inti Lawyer. We did the work for right, you we already yesterday. Did that yesterday. I hope you're you. listening Hello. to our show. Hi, Inti. We love you. Thank you. Hey. Except for when you don't deliver for Holly in a timely fashion. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, the blind items are a little tardy for this program mm-hmm. because I got to sift through. These are curated, believe it or not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you what people don't know bring us the juiciest bit is the, you, what you do is you bring us the ones that we will have any whack at knowing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because kind of this thing sometimes. sometimes, well, sometimes they're very they're, deep. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot that are very wordy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this one's not, though. Can we have another? Thank you. Uh, This blind item has brevity going for it. Try to solve this mystery. This multiple format host slash producer has hooked up with several people provided to him by this actress slash porn star, which is why they have such a close connection. Is that like a Ryan Seacrest experience? Oh. Several people provided to him by this actress slash producer. Porn star, which is Sarah Abraham. (laughs) No, why they have such a close connection? He has a close connection with a porn star, with an actress porn star. Yes. Uh, is it no? What's the who's the porn star? I don't know a porn star. Oh, duh! You you so know this. Okay, hold on. You so know this because we're going to talk about it later. Merla. Billy Eilish. What? Oh, Bella Thorny. She's so horny. Uh, do you think that's how her OnlyFans oh, starts? Yeah. Well, this is how this next season of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians that has been changed mm-hmm. to Keeping Up with the Thorns yeah. is going to be called. So the story behind that 
is that Ryan Seacrest has hooked up with several people provided to him by Bella Thorne, which is why Ryan Seacrest and Bella Thorne have such a close connection. Oh. Uh-huh. So all you got to do to get your own reality show is hook Ryan Seacrest. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dress up with your lady friends. That's apparently. Yeah. Um, and totally believable and in Hollywood. I'm trying to figure out who we could hook Ryan Seacrest up with so we could get a reality show. Um, <laughs> Okay, I suppose really the question want, yeah. coming up empty too. Yeah, yeah, because I suppose the question would be, who do you think wants to hook up willingly with Ryan Seacrest? Mm-hmm. That's the question, mm-hmm. so that uh, I can get a reality show, so that Colleen can get a reality show. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah. We don't need a reality show. You know why? We have one going on right now on YouTube. If you, you haven't already oh, checked yes. out Watch the My Talk yeah. YouTube channel, you can see all Click of your that favorite subscribe hosts. Button. Chatting about the things we chat about. Smash the thumbs yeah, up man. button. Smash thumbs that thumbs up. up. Yeah, because you can either give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah, we don't want the thumbs down. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have a little publationship update. This is a zombie publationship update. Uh, mm. Meaning the relationship is defunct, but we're still hearing about the members. Yeah, and well, it's going to be really exciting. Well, oh, well, sell it. We're going to tell you. <laughs> Maybe not. But I think it's hilarious. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And, uh, you know, we like to follow a good publationship at the Colleen and Bradley show. What yeah, is a publationship? It's a relationship for publicity. And uh, sometimes we follow what we call zombie publationships. What's a zombie publationship? I mean, it's really just um, relationships that, you know, or publicationships rather, that have come to an end, yet. The individuals involved continue to get Atten- headlines. Attention. Oh, yeah. Attention. Grains. Um, continue to get attention despite the fact that the relationship has come to an end. But really, the only reason we're talking about it is because they were recently in a relationship. Right. And so we have one such zombie publicationship that we would like to touch on today. And we give them names. Yes, we do. And this one is called Volms. And Volms is, uh, or used to be, rather, Katie Holmes and Emilio Vitolo Jr. So this involves Emilio Vitolo Jr., which should not surprise us because I think uh, this particular celebrity relationship, publicationship, I think we were made aware of this mostly because of Emilio Vitolo Jr., meaning I think he was the one that was really excited about all of the attention that dating Katie Holmes brought. Right. Not that Katie Holmes didn't benefit um, because 
there's ample reason to believe she was digging all the coverage that she was getting. But mm-hmm. they would frequently be uh, spotted outside his restaurant. Yep. Really his dad's restaurant, but whatever. We won't quibble. Um, where he's, I think, like the, I don't know if he's the executive chef anyway. Uh, he's a big deal. Well, it doesn't seem and like he's chefing ever. No, because he's too busy. I mean, he wants to be an actor. I think right. it's safe to say he seems like a person that wants to be somebody. And so it shouldn't surprise us that he's then setting about turning the tabloids loose on those he's dating. Well, we're talking about him today because I know you're like, why are we talking about him? Because, oh, look at this over at the Daily Mail. Dun, dun, dun. Katie Holmes chef ex Emilio Vitolo Jr. is seen chatting up the newly single mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. as they leave his father's New York City restaurant together. Oh, oh. So, would you look at that? And there you see pictures of him smiling and laughing and allegedly, supposedly flirting with... Uh, Ms. Kravitz. Now, what's hilarious about this is I don't know if there's any like, here's what we do know. They're in photos together. Sorry, I just scrolled down. And did you get to the Katie Holmes photo? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But first, let's start with the pictures that they brought to our attention, which include um, Simply the two of them in the same frame. Yeah, it it looks like they might be like she looks laughing like she's at the passing same joke. in front of him. Right, like they're laughing at somebody else's joke. Yeah, but the second picture of Zoe Kravitz, she's looking like yeah, okay, yeah, and she's yeah. walking directly past at him. the paparazzo. Yeah, like I see with you. her Siggy, she's yeah. unbothered. Yeah. Um. So. To me, I'm like, okay, that's, you know, but you could totally see where Mr. Vitolo Jr. called up the paparazzi and was like, hey, you might want to show up tonight because, yeah. you know, I might have a new, you know, lady love interest. Yeah. And then, as you pointed out, Colleen, if you scroll down, my favorite part of the article is the face of Katie Holmes, oh. who looks like, oh, well... <laughs> Poor me. It's like, I'm alone. It looks very Kathy, like the um ah. the comic strip Kathy, like <laughs> like, like she, she ate too many chocolates. Yeah, out yeah. Of totally. the Russell Stover's box. Because I mean, well, she's mean. alone. Because she's a barren old hag, and that's what all barren old hags do, right? Yeah, and oh. you can see a few gray hairs coming out of her, you know, roots. I mean, that's just so she's rude. clearly just. Sad and pathetic. Like somebody went to their uh, photo service and go and like did a search for Katie Holmes looking disappointed. Oh, oh, f- most definitely. I mean, that, that was a well chosen photo. I was yes. going to say, like, yeah. I love when you can troll a celebrity with a right uh, with a poorly chosen uh, or poor, poorly selected uh, taken mm-hmm. in between face. Mm-hmm. My favorite though, thank you is the caption for the photo of Katie Holmes upon news that her ex has, you know, hooked up with a sexy lady, mm-hmm. uh, his last girlfriend. This comes just week after the aspiring actor whose film, the birthday cake <laughs> will come out in June Ended his eight-month relationship with Hollywood favorite Katie Holmes. Mm -hmm. Seen here in 2019. But, like, his last girlfriend, right? And she's just like, oh, God. Also, please pay attention to the fact that this article and that caption uh, have to make sure that they point out that he's going to be in a film called The Birthday Cake. 
So the aspiring actor who will be in a film called that his The movie? Birthday Cake. Yeah, this comes oh. two weeks after the, the aspiring actor whose film The Birthday Cake with Ewan McGregor will come out in June. Got it. I thought so, that was Katie Holmes. No, this is all about him. Well, of course. I'm looking at the IMDb mm-hmm. for the film The Birthday Cake. Tell me more. His name's not even on the main cast list. I got to click right. this to is find a- the full cast. And I'm still not finding his name. Where is it? Where this is, is it? how Where you is know that he that he's the one that's leaking this stuff. Because nobody knows he's in a film called The Birthday he Cake. He plays a character called Cousin Emilio. Mm. And his oh. IMDb doesn't even have a headshot on it. Yeah. A nice try. Yeah. Nice try. Thanks for playing. Try Thank harder. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Cousin Emilio, like, that, it sounds method to me. He's just going to well, be himself. Gave him, I was going to say, they gave yeah. him his name yeah. because they weren't even thinking about it. They're like, oh, uh, uh, we'll call you Emilio. Sure, we'll put you in the movie. And he was like, oh, I good, mean, I'll know how to respond to that. So for the audience who doesn't know, again, we're talking about Emilio Vitolo Jr. And you have no idea, unless you listen to our show, and then you know that he was most recently dating Katie Holmes. And um, the thing about uh, Mr. Vitolo Jr. is... That he uh, fashions himself somewhat of a up and coming mm-hmm. actor. Um, I wanted to say something else now, and I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. But yes, so it, it's it should be clear that uh, he has been angling for something like this. Oh yes, that the restaurant. If I didn't mm-hmm. make this as clear, the restaurant that his father owns is like a, a hotbed for celebrities, right? And like I don't know because I don't live in New York and I don't know what really the vibe is at that restaurant, but you get the impression it's the kind of place that they'll be like, oh, you should go to Emilio Vitolo, or I don't even know what the name of the restaurant. I can't remember is. what it's called either. I'll Emilio's, find it. Emilio's Vitolos, it, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, you should go there. So I wonder how much of it is like, you know how some places get that reputation for being right. like the spot and Emilio's really Bellato. That's what it is. Yeah. And you get you get the impression when you show up that perhaps you have been sold a bill of goods about what this particular restaurant mm-hmm. is and mm-hmm. you realize very quickly it's just, you know, a hype place. It's also the kind of place that uh, peppers the walls with pictures of the yeah, celebrities exactly. who have come in, right? Exactly. So this won't be the last we'll hear also, of Mr. Vitolo Jr. He boasts that he's friends with the Joe Bros. So I mean, and President Obama. Right? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what was your favorite kids book? 651-641-1071. Call us with your favorite kids book. We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.